I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm, I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this PG and I'm down to dunk. Good morning and welcome to episode 6, 3, 9 of Down, 2, Dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media, DailyThunder.com, Dash Radio, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcasts. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Slam through. I don't know, this is kind of melancholy. And Jay. It's Jay. Taylor will be here momentarily. Man, he better have a song. Yeah, I cannot believe that. It just doesn't feel right. The intro always feels a little bit empty. Without because he's, he slept in. It is. That's it. There's no good excuses. <laughs> hey, there's no time to waste. None. Zero No time. time to waste. We've got so much content for you today. I'm about to dunk. Yes, we are about to dunk all over this podcast. And so here's the thing. Let me just briefly, we'll talk about the week that was Thunder. It was a really low week as far as uh, content, which is great on the Thunder standpoint. It's awesome. Um, so they played on Sunday in Milwaukee, which is probably potentially one of the better wins of the entire season, if not it the best. Is. I was going to say best, but it's totally the best. Portland win was really, really good. I still yeah, feel but like. Beat it. Milwaukee's so much better than Portland. Yeah, and they just went last night to Toronto and, and beat, beat them pretty handily. They beat Pascal Siakam. I got in trouble for that. So, uh, but yeah, so they went and played at Toronto last night. That. Well, that's that's what that's, that's what, what that's about. No, I don't know, but it just felt like Jeez. we have this weird hatred, for, and he was great last night. And so he's I awesome. I, the I, the hatred is not him being I, like he's good. I had this epiphany good though, where player. I was like, I actually have never watched him play basketball. I watched him play. I he's no good. Idea. So anyway, so they play Milwaukee, beat Milwaukee, and they really control that game for a majority of the game, like pretty handily. Yeah. Great win. Best one of the season, let's call it, right now. It um, is. Then on Tuesday night, they had one of these games where I think every Thunder fan just made the assumption that they were going to lose. I thought they'd lose. 100%. They've, they've struggled in Orlando for, it's like Dallas for some reason. As long as I remember, they've always played weird in Orlando. It's Disney World, has to be. Uh, <laughs> they spend too much time there. They and love Epcot. They love it. And and then Vucevic, is, they've been playing at least some, relatively well, or not well, well, but they've been playing better right. this season then it feels that Vucevic made the all-star team, all these different things. And, and yeah. it was They're this... only 10 games below 500. Yeah. Paul George. I don't know why everybody's saying that about Orlando. Orlando's like, they're pretty. They're just, 10 games, 10. I don't know. It just feels like every once in a while know. you see them, like they beat the Rockets and they'll, you know, like they'll sneak up and just beat a team that they shouldn't. Yeah, but so do the, so the Hawks. Yeah, like the Thunder. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You're right. You're right. But so the, they're a game worse than the Wizards this year. Hey, the Zards are coming up, man. Uh, not, yeah. They're coming up like after they just who they just get beat by this week that was embarrassing. Oh, they lost to Cleveland, <laughs> so or Chicago, one of the two. Anyway, yeah, they're coming up though. So they played Tuesday against the Magic, and it was one of those games <laughs> that just felt like a game the Thunder wouldn't take seriously. But what happened is they showed up. Paul George went nuclear in the first half. Orlando got back into it, and then they just kind of closed the door on it. Russell's really in control. Like you've seen, I think anybody that's really watching this team as closely as we are over the last few weeks like Russell as is as much normal Russell 
as he's been all season. Athletically, mm-hmm. he's got explosion. He's flying. They're having a blast. He's getting at the free throw line. Yeah. Schroeder was incredible in the fourth quarter. He was really good. And Russ was feeding Schroeder, too. Yep. And then they were just – whenever. And I, just to bring out maybe a, a perspective that you maybe haven't heard or thought about, I, I, the most the play that stands out the most to me looking back at the game because remember Ferguson's out, Adams is out, mm-hmm. back spasms for Ferguson, Adams dealing with a tweaked left ankle, nothing severe. They're back practicing. They should be back by tonight against the Heat. And but you, Schroeder hits that three kind of at the end of his scorched earth run. Yeah, and he's sitting there and he's kind of on his hands on his knees and he's been over a little bit. And Russ, I, I love to know what nonsense Russ is just screaming at him. They asked Schroeder. Uh-huh. Schroeder, he wouldn't say. No. Oh, he was just pumping me up. <laughs> I'm sure he was just... Cussing at him. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it was 17 just, F words. and Yes. Anyway, and they were Which all is, smiling and giggling like, this team has a blast. They've got a great culture around them. They really like each other. Yeah. And so, but this is a, a fun week also coming up, and it's still a winnable... I mean, you have three... Winnable games. The Boston one, probably they'll be the underdog in, which is this Sunday at 1 o'clock here, Central Standard Time. I don't know if Kyrie's playing. Well, that changes things. But, it, it I don't know. It never... Boston can always win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can the, always me- lose. They, remember they lost to Boston last year? It was in March. Well, that was when Melo missed like Mello five missed th- free throws <laughs> at the end at of the, the game. Yeah. I don't know, 10 or something like that. <laughs> like 57 <laughs> seconds left. Yeah, they missed everything. Oh, okay, uh, and then they play back. They pay, pay home uh, Tuesday and Thursday versus Orlando and Memphis. And so, I mean, they could extend this. I think they're at seven games right now. Mm-hmm. In theory, they can get up to ten, or they could lose the next one. So we don't know. We don't make claims. Yeah, they on this could team lose anymore. tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> they also play Miami tonight in Miami, which you never know about Miami either. So. Uh, the Dion Waiters squad. So there's a, a big week uh, coming up, more than that. And the reason for it being a big week is because Thursday is the trade deadline. <sighs> and things are already going on, Luke. A big, big trades. Huge. Big trade yesterday. Pingus Mingus. Kristaps Porzingis was traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. For actually a pretty decent haul in the end. Really, it's Dennis Smith. I don't know. Two, Dennis Smith Jr. and two, you know, unprotected bursts. Like, yeah. Best case scenario for those picks is because Porzingis also told them that he's going to sign the qualifying offer, making him an unrestricted free agent in 2021. But has been counter yeah, reported like, by Woj saying, I, I just, here's the thing. I wouldn't believe stay. a lot that Shams reports. I just oh, would. Oh. I would believe more. Like, if Woj reports something, yeah. I think you can believe it. I don't. Basically, he's just trying to do it to dictate his next contract. He's betting on himself a little bit, right? He's. If they offer him the max contract, nobody's turned that down. Yeah. Nobody. And they're going to. Yeah. Nobody's turned that down. People have turned down like what they thought that wouldn't be fair in taking the qualifying offer. Like Ben Gordon took the qualifying offer. Greg Monroe's taking the qualifying offer. But most guys don't. And the, the, Mavericks, elite, the elite guys don't. And the Mavericks will offer Porzingis the max. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, just making sure. I mean, what else do they have to spend money I mean, on? This is, you, I mean, this you, don't, is, you don't make this move and then not offer Porzingis the max. Yeah. Although, you did not you did not give up assets that equal Kristaps Porzingis. No. No. So? <laughs> so you think the Knicks just totally lost it? I think... I think that's the consensus. I well, don't think that's wrong. Ramona Shelburne reported yesterday that they've been shopping Porzingis for a while. Yep. And that 
they found they this is the deal they like the best because they could get a lottery level talent Dennis that they Smith passed Jr. up on the draft to draft Frank Nilakina. I still like Frank Nilakina. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, both of them can play together. They look like the same player. Kind be of. great. So we'll see. Uh, they were able to trade away. This is the the biggest part for them, probably Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee. Yeah, they got off some money, and so really, this a lot of money. In in theory, this is a play to but get into the. They have like seventy three million dollars in cap space this summer. Yeah, which the last time I think they had this much cap space is when they signed Amari Stoudemire and Carmelo Anthony, right? No, or Amari and just Amari, but they have never had this much. So. Every indicator points to the fact that they have some surely now. I think it was a uh, Matt Matt uh, Hardwood proxism. Matt Moore. Matt Moore. I don't want to call him Matt Harper. That's the other guy. Yeah. But Matt Moore mentioned he's like the one thing you can't ever Zach Harper. Zach Moore. Huh? I'm so confused. One thing you can't ever trust is the Knicks front office having a plan. Uh, now yeah. I, I hope that there's some newness or change to that because you know there's a new GM, but you it. Everything is posturing and setting it up for this to be the summer where potentially, and the rumors have been way too prevalent for this not to be at the, least something. Right. Like LeBron to the Lakers level rumors. Yeah. Katie and Kyrie possibly joining up in New York. Enough Maybe. to where there's some reports coming out where Boston's at least somewhat nervous about that potential. Not that this is like a seal of the deal. This is, this, it's going to happen. But you know the Knicks hired Royal Ivy. Who is like kept one of Kevin Durant's best friends? Yep, the so Thunder like, had him too. But yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, like they've got some something on the inside. I don't know if it's official, but there's a there's there's a lot of people thinking that it's going to happen. In, in which it, it would balance out the NBA to a degree that like, I don't know who wins it, the East. I don't know who wins the it West. Would be it would the be best awesome thing for basketball. And I wonder like. I know the NBA wouldn't – you'd never know they did this. But is there space or a chance that the NBA would be like in the background of this thing trying to orchestrate like, hey, we need <laughs> – The we, NBA is just tampering like, for the Knicks? Maybe. Or not even tampering for the Knicks, but like tampering with Katie's camp <laughs> where it's like, hey, man, you had your run. You won three championships. Come to the East. Get out let's, of here. Let's battle this. Like it will be the most – enjoyable NBA season I can ever remember. It would be great. Because you'd have Boston, maybe Toronto if Kawhi stays. Philly's still getting there. Yeah. I think Indiana will be back in the mix. I don't think they'll be as good as those teams, but I think Indiana will be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you look at the West, and the West is all of a sudden the balance. Even if AD, open. Even if AD lands in L.A., that, still wide that open. makes four or five monster teams in the West. And the Warriors would go back to being the Warriors. You know, like They're not going to be... I mean, I think they have some big questions to answer with Draymond, and if Clay decides as a free agent he wants to go team up with somebody else, uh, I don't. I definitely don't see. I think if KD leaves, they they just They'll stay. those three stay until the end of their career. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then maybe Boogie stays, which could change. They don't the, have they. They bit. couldn't pay him. I mean, you never know. It may be one of those things where Clay and Dre take. We'll take a six million Mm-mm. forever. Mm-hmm. I know every indicator is said differently, but who knows? It's the Warriors. They, if Boogie wants a max deal, he can't stay with yeah. the Warriors. Which you know, and that could be the other thing. Does he want a max? Is he going to play for the mid level? And heck yeah, heck yeah, he yeah. wants a max. I would assume so. If the Lakers strike out on everybody, they'll give Boogie the max, and they should. He's been he's actually looked good. Yeah, absolutely should. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I know. So, but that was a huge 
huge move in the NBA, and it's setting up what could be a uh, blast of a off season. The summer's going to be crazy. And that also leads you, and we got some questions to this, and so we'll try to get to this as well, but it also leads you to a reminder that the Anthony Davis news broke on Monday morning. Oh, Anthony Davis, uh, through his manager telling the Pelicans he will not sign their you know, enormous offer that only they can sign, mm-hmm. and he wants to be traded. And so every destination point is is being pushed to us that it's the Lakers are his primary hope to go play. But I think we can all concede that they have, in my opinion, the worst the worst option of the people that could actually get him. The trade package? Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, I don't want any of those guys. They suck. They went 6-11 and 11 over the last 17 games. I, I think you just wait for Boston. You have to. You, de- tra- and you trade him to Boston. Number one, and you said this, and you're absolutely right, is the ownership needs to fire Dell Dems right now. Get him out of here. Fire him. And, and <laughs> you send want- the message to the entire league that we're not trading Anthony Davis until after we know the lottery position Yeah, and after we know what Boston's best offer can be. And Boston's been calling him. We're waiting until July 1st. And also, Ramona, on a podcast yesterday, said that the Knicks offered Chris Epps Porzingis and draft picks for Anthony Davis, and they said no. Immediately better than ever. Well, and Porzingis is not going to. That's. I've got a long list of things, but it follows up one of these Twitter questions. But the, he's not staying in New Orleans. New by Orleans, himself. dude. I was listening to Sam Vecini's podcast last night. Like this could be the beginning of the. This is the end of the New Orleans Pelicans franchise. The New Orleans NBA basketball presence. Yeah, I mean it's barely alive now, and they have one of the best five players in the NBA. Unless they get Zion Williamson. Yeah, and it's still like I Zion's awesome, but if he's not a top ten player, sunk. Sunk. They're done. And Seattle will have the Supersonics back. Which would be great. Would be great. Hooray, finally. So we do have some questions <laughs> about the uh the uh trade Trades. deadline. Hey, but before we do that, we got some answers because the answer is always Anthem Beers. Anthem Brewery is a local Oklahoma City brewery that we're big fans of here at Down to Dunk. Whether it's their Golden One, Arjuna, IPA, or Ouroboros, they have several different varieties of flavors, so you're sure to find the one that's for you. I had a sour at the uh, tap room last. So good. It was a mango sour. Oh, it was so good. Mm. Oh, man, you got to holla at me. I'll go down there and try it. It's so What? Good. Oh, my it's God. Mango. What is your voice? Andrew, it uh, sounds like you checked Caribbean out one. their tap room downtown where they I have did. unique concoctions not available anywhere else. It was good. One weekend each Can month. Can that for me. Can it for me. One weekend each month, a portion of their taproom sales will be no, donated every, to a local. Every weekend a month. Every weekend, <laughs> every month. Oh, their tap, a portion of their taproom sales will be donated to a local charity. For February, the charity is Someday Soon, a group helping Oklahoma City's homeless get back on their feet. Anthem is focused on helping to aid their community. If you're interested, swing by the taproom this weekend, have a pint, pick up a six-pack or one of their new hats, and check out this great cause. Anthem Brewing Company, made on earth by humans. What's, really, what's no. really cool is that you can go like hang out with your friends. Like if you're looking for some place to hang out tonight, go to the tap room, buy some beer, start and, your night. Tap room, and 
you can help the homeless at OKC, yeah. which is a super cool thing yep. that they're doing. So, I mean, it's there's no reason not to support them in what they're doing, and you also get to support the people that support Down to Dunk. Yeah, you support the people that support right. us and that support the world. It's awesome. It's so cool. It is. And they're going to be doing it. It seems like this is going to be a trend that they're going to do over the course of maybe the rest of the year. Every month, maybe a different charity yeah. is what it feels like. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. That's great. The people at Anthem are awesome. They really are. Top notch. Hey, let's move on to some Twitter questions. Twitter questions. Our first Twitter questions are focused on trades. And our first Twitter question is from at Ben underscore Burke one zero, who says, is the week right before and up to the trade deadline the best week for NBA fans? Also, what does bacon go best on? <laughs> Great question. I <laughs> know. Uh, so rank the what, – what are the best kind of five times of the NBA season or three or four times? I love the first weekend of the playoffs. We're like Fantastic. that first day. And there's games all games day. Games all day. Fantastic. I think that day is great. Free, free agency in G- July. July yeah. 1st is super great. It's a blast. Trade deadline. Trade deadline day is awesome. Hey, can I make a confession to you? So one of the reasons... So normally always, no, always normally this lines up around Lent. Yeah. Like normally like Ash Wednesday is the Wednesday before trade deadline. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, I'm going to give up social media on my phone. The NBA has made it where I have never given up my, my social media <laughs> because I am too tied to it on trade deadline. I know. It's become an event. It really is like an extravaganza. Yeah. Thursday, I probably should just take off, to be honest with you. Yeah, At probably. least the morning. Yeah. Because it stops, I think, at 12 or 1 local here. Is it 3 or something? 3. Okay. Yeah. Well, just the whole day, it looks like. Yeah, all day. Uh, but yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's a great day. There's lots of good days. NBA draft. I love the NBA draft. I'm day. even starting to love summer league. Yeah. Like it's way lower on all of those, but mm-hmm. draft, all the draft setup is fun. Lottery night. All right, Christmas. Christmas day. Christmas day, Christmas day is good. Great. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a lot of fun. NBA is awesome. So what does bacon go on? Bacon goes best on my mouth. Nothing else, just a piece of bacon. Ew. I love bacon. Like on it? Just eating bacon. <laughs> just by itself bacon. Over my mouth. <laughs> Over yeah. my mouth. I'll tell. I have a chicken sandwich, like a good chicken sandwich with a couple pieces of bacon on it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Chick Fil A. If you ask bacon, you can add bacon to any sandwich. I always add bacon. Spicy chicken with bacon, man. Ooh. Every time, it's good. It is. There is a sandwich at Eskimo Joe's. Um, oh man, they're bacon. It's called the Elm Street, and you put their honey peppered bacon on it, and it's unreal. Yep. I also remember somebody called the Elm Street the Elm Saint for a long time because it's just ST. You also talk about a well, that's a guy that's got jokes or girl. No, just someone that just, it wasn't a joke. <laughs> they're like it really was. Yeah, uh, I thought they're trying to redeem it from Freddie. You know, Kruger Elm Street is that where that came from? Yeah. No, there's an Elm Street in oh. Stillwater. Is that where the movie came from? Huh? Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, so I don't think so. I don't no. think so either. But but that but that. I've been to a Halloween party on that street. It's super spooky. I bet, right? Yeah. Um, what about the... I mean, you've talked a lot about the Mules BLT, man. Oh, the BCLT? Dude, BCLT. it's so good, man. Man, what's, so, good. so what's the C? Cheese. Cheese. Bacon, cheese, lettuce, tomato. If you're looking what's for a lighter sandwich at the Mule... What's the that tea? That, that packs some flavor. What's the T? Tomato, one. bro. Oh. What's the you L? You know what a BLT? Uh, lettuce. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. Right. Making sure. Good, Just making sure. It's good jokes. All right. Come on. Hey, guys. Let's move on to our next <laughs> Twitter question. It comes from at Marcus Orozco14. Next question. Who wants to know how good would the Lakers even be if they did have to unload all their supporting pieces and every night it was Anthony Davis and LeBron versus another team's starting five? Freaking awesome. I know. So what you bank on with this team. <laughs> it's so good. What you bank on with this team is the ability to draw. Like, so they're still have Tyson Chandler. Uh, I mean, they're going to have Rondo. They'll have enough pieces to. Now, I don't think they make that move this year. But they're going to have guys like that that will come and play. They're going to come and play in L.A. They're going to play for nothing. Yeah. And they're going to go and try to chase rings with LeBron. Now, I think the question you have, like, and I know I'm crazy, and he's a robot. He's about to have the greatest run probably of his career over the next few months up into the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think LeBron's age will always be something we just blow off. I have to have some sort of thought that this groin injury, which has lasted since Christmas Day, right? Yeah. Is that a, a a small potential indicator that LeBron is aging somewhat like a normal human being would do? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not going to be the one to uh, announce that LeBron is declining, just like I need to stop trying to be the person to announce that the Spurs are done. Right. Yeah. So, like, he probably had his best playoff run in April. May and June of this past year to carry that team. Oh, gosh. Which was like the Lakers rejects uh, and Kevin Love to the finals. So I'm not I'm not going to declare that he's on the decline at all. But he does. I mean, obviously, you do have a limited time. Like, how much longer can you play at his peak? Maybe a year or two. But then you, you have Anthony Davis, who's turning like 27 sure. at that point. And you just have LeBron, who will always be a great passer, always be a great decision maker, probably develop a better post game. And you fill in the gaps. You can go get somebody else. I mean, if they end up, if they do end up getting Kyrie Irving, then which I don't think is real. I think Windhorse is trying. I don't know what's happening, but he's because Kyrie has the Boston camp feels pretty confident that if he's not going to sign there, like the only thing they would be nervous about is the New York one. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I know that there's all of this. They're making up. He's calling him to tell him how much he appreciates how he led over the course I'd be, of the I'd year. be nervous. I don't know. I, I, if, I'm, if I'm Boston, I'm nervous just in general about it all. But I don't know, man. I don't – I wouldn't count it out. I wouldn't count it out. I don't know that you can count it a lot with the Lakers. I also, I also don't – and maybe I'm just dead wrong and I'm dead wrong a lot. I just don't know that he's going to end up on the Lakers AD. Yeah, I mean, I, I think our next one of our next questions is about this, but I think that's a, I think that's a real thing to ask, and I think you do. I mean, like you go all in for AD regardless. Every team that has the any pieces to do so has to do so. You have to. Uh, Lakers absolutely need to do that. If and the Pelicans seems, are going to say yes to an offer. You have to offer. Yep. And I love how the world is is trying to not deal with the Lakers. That's like my favorite NBA trend right now. Yeah, <laughs> these teams are not happy. Like the Lakers have tampered with so many players through the years that they're just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and also, and this is this is the major point. Why would you deal with a team major. that doesn't have the best assets? Hey guys, welcome to the podcast, Taylor. Uh, Andrew, that was a major key alert. Bing bang. 
Bang, bang. So at Jimmy Shaw, at underscore Jimmy Shaw, asked that question. What is the scenario you most hope for concerning AD? Him as the Celtics unload everything to get him, including Tatum. AD still walks in 2020. <laughs> so Celtics left empty. So sick. But look at Boston's assets talk, which I'll also leave, which is fantastic. And Lakers burn another season of aging LeBron while waiting for another superstar. Yeah. I think that – I mean, I think waiting for Boston is what they should do. Without question. Get draft picks. Get Jason Tatum and, and I don't Marcus Smart, dude. You just have to be like all in on L.A. as the city, as the organization. Yeah, because to go to Boston and spend a year there with Brad Stevens, who's the greatest coach in the history of the game, supposedly. Uh, that was not a little bit of sarcasm, but but to go and play for that organization, yeah, that makes sense. They're obviously committed to winning. They have a great, even if you lose. Tatum and a few other guys. If you can keep Kyrie, or, I don't know. I don't know what it looks like whenever the fallout happens, uh, and they who they have to lose, mm-hmm. lose. But I'm saying, even if you don't get rid of Tatum, and I'm always leery of the Celtics players. We've talked about that. Like, who knows what they become when they leave Boston? But uh, <laughs> we know, I know they're terrible. <laughs> but if it's a Marcus Smart and and a collection of Jalen Brown, future out like three, they have three potentially top eighteen draft picks this year. Yeah, and the Pelicans should just sit everybody for the rest of the year and not win again. Yeah, like they could have four draft picks in the top twenty this year, which is not a great draft to do that. But you could potentially package it. Everybody says that. Who knows? Nobody. Everybody keeps saying that. I don't know. Yeah, there's been a lot of. Some people have said it's just a one person draft, which I don't think is fair either because RT Barrett supposedly was better than Zion until everybody got excited about. Zion this year, but I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. Uh, everybody likes to declare things, right, about That's young it. players. You so know, I don't know, but I do think that you look at you just look at the fact that you you have to wait for Boston, and then you have to bank on the fact that one year in Boston could really could really sell Anthony Davis on staying in Boston. Yeah, I think they could. They go to the finals. They do. Hey guys, our next Twitter question is from Chris Wild at. W1LDMD who wants to know do you guys think the most likely landing place for KD next summer will be the Knicks? The most likely? I don't know. Taylor, what do you think? Mavs, baby. Mavs are gearing up to make a run for KD. (laughs) Okay, welcome back. (laughs) And muted. I would say yes. After what happened yesterday, I would say yes. Yeah, I mean, unless I mean the Knicks maybe are just being super dumb. Jason Concepcion is so scared right now that they're going to end up maxing out Tobias Harris and Boogie Cousins. I just what's what's so funny is that people still trust the Knicks. They're like, oh, they're clearing space for Kyrie and KD. They know, yeah, they know KD and Kyrie are coming. It's like. What what about the Knicks management has shown you that they have any sort of plan the past? I, I don't know, eight years? What I, what I have seen on Twitter is not trust. It is. Yes. No, they are They're going terrifying. to mess no, 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 this no. up. New York, I feel like the Knicks fans don't trust them all. They don't. Exactly. Oh, no. Theirs is terrible. Yeah. Everyone else is like, I think yeah. KD's going to New yeah. York now. The people that know the Knicks say, uh, this is going to be bad. Following World Wide Wob has been the most enjoyable experience over the last year, or over the last day. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's a Knicks fan or mm-hmm. you know, is from New York or something, and he's just like... What the hell? Yeah. Just nonstop frustration about the whole trade. It's been, there's a lot of media writers, I guess, that are from New York. A lot. And so a lot of them grew up on the Knicks. And so they all like, even there's though they try to people. play that kind of media neutrality. I would, yes. If, if this came out of nowhere, but there's been talk 
about KD. We talked about this earlier yes, in the show. Yes, yes. Going to the Knicks for a long time. Mm-hmm. So if it, if that wasn't there and it was just like, here's randomly the Knicks with a ton of cap space. Mm-hmm. They're going to Amari themselves into Tobias Harris this summer. You know, like we'd all be making fun of them. But it's been said for a while. KD might like to go to the Knicks. So... And, and Katie's going to be on the Knicks. And it's like, well, how do they make that happen? Well, now there's a way to make that happen. So there's a lot of... The element about this Knicks thing that makes sense to me is all brand. This is all about his... Mm-hmm. About Durant's market. brand? Yeah. Like, Heck yeah. So he gets the championships. He builds it up. He has this whole thing in Oklahoma City. He goes yeah. to Golden State, wins the three championships. Supposedly that takes the burden of whatever off of him. And he goes to New York, and he plays the next five to ten years. Yeah. And he... I don't know. I don't think he'd ever. I mean, who knows? But I don't think he'll ever probably bring a championship back to New York. But being the best player in the biggest city in the world, yeah. I mean, that dude. It, and and it beyond will all of that, skyrocket him. Here's what he does: is that he establishes a fan base again. Yes, is what is what he can do in New York City, and he he does it in the biggest city, the most populated city. I don't know if are they. Probably one yeah. of the one of the most oh, still, populated think, city yeah. I mean, in the, the big country, the center of the world, man. And the Knicks fans, like the Knicks fans, have had nobody to latch onto since Patrick Ewing. Yeah, and no, so they they latched to Mello. Yeah, um, that's how bad they want. Something. Right, <laughs> I know. That's yeah. what I'm that, saying. Is like, can you like the best player that they've latched onto in the last thirty years? Carmelo Anthony is Patrick, Patrick Ewing. Ewing yeah. So oh, now yeah, they have. Kevin Durant, like, are you kidding me? Can you imagine the jersey sales next season? Can you imagine the worldwide just like craziness? And you get every game in Madison Square would be nuts. Forty-one games of Kevin Durant in Madison Square Garden, like that, like all of that. I think the whole league forgives Kevin Durant. I think everybody, like, he balances out. He balances out the league. Mm -hmm. Everybody forgives him. Everybody probably goes. I mean, even probably Oklahoma City fans might even shift back to like, oh man, remember how great Kevin was here? I absolutely and remember how I, awesome it is to watch him. Totally like, changes. It the changes dynamic. so much for him. Man, it and, changes his legacy. And then like he can retire. If, like if he stays with the Knicks, gets them to the finals, he may win a championship with the Knicks. Like if they get who knows? Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Like and, that cements his legacy forever, and yeah, I think you can forgive him for all the other crap. I think, I think so. And, and one of his best friends, spiritual mentors, oh. mega church pastor Carl Lentz. <laughs> Are they still right. friends? Are they still friends? Lives in New York. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I was going to say, in New York, right? God, Katie going to New York, ultimate weak move. No way. Think of it, man. You go to New York over the easy street east. Get away from all these West players. Oh, LeBron came to the West. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Such an easy, weak move. He should stay at Golden State if he wants to prove his worth. What? It's another one of those things for me. <laughs> oh, my God. I mentioned this er- er- earlier. my face. <laughs> I mentioned this earlier. Why are you Taylor's. here? The NBA. <laughs> I'm here now. <laughs> the NBA. Uh, I'm here now. Is there a chance that behind the scenes the NBA is getting involved to try to be like, Kevin? Uh, that sounds like a conspiracy theory therefore i believe it so there's this part of me so one of the things that's happened this year is the nba ratings are down 22 percent of the viewership yeah which there are multiple layers to i think the primary reason is that everybody just streams them now illegally so like that 22 percent illegally 22 percent i mean i don't know that or or, you know there's a lot of people that are either streaming illegally through like reddit or stuff like that or they're See, Everybody's cutting the cord, right? No. So you find other ways. People are we're jumping just, on whatever. We're just so, busy. We have a lot the, of work one to of do. The other, one of the other things that's going into this is the fact that, that when LeBron left the East, you, you're losing a ton of East viewership 
because all of the marquee games, not all of them, but a lot of the marquee games are Pacific time zone or are central. And so yeah. the games are starting at 8.30, 9.30. I think there is a chance. Like The NBA absolutely wants this to happen. Of course they do. They want Kevin Durant to come to New York City. If you, if you, yeah, if you absolutely, put, and so that's why I'm like, I don't know if they can't, they won't tamper, but there's all, no way that they're not going to be the NBA is, the NBA is not doing this. Yes, but they would, they would be very happy. They would also be very happy if Anthony Davis ended up in Los Boston. Angeles. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. To have a monster team in LA and a monster team in New York would be that's their dream. It would be great for them. Yeah. And it also, but neither one of them are these juggernauts that are unbeatable like the Warriors have been over the last three years. Yeah, you're not stacking the deck. Yeah. Man. Westbrook, Paul George is just as good as It some brings of a others. level of parity to the NBA that they haven't had in yeah. a long time. And the Thunder will have the advantage over these teams next season because they'll have had a couple years to build an actual team, a cohesive team. And they'll have future all star Terrence Ferguson ready to play. Don't you have the third about season? Mm, continuity, about one, of, one of the greatest words in the NBA language. Continuity. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Taylor came in hot today. Hey, hey guys. Why don't you take a coffee break while you're muted? I need, maybe I need coffee. We'll That's true. Some. Hey, our next Twitter question comes from at Ben Elephant King, who wants to know, is Wesley Matthews the solution to all of our problems? Is he our new Avery Bradley? <laughs> he kind of is the new Avery Bradley. He, if, if Wes Matthews is your backup wing option... If Dre didn't come back, that's great. Shooting 38% from three. He's not as defensively uh, gifted as he was before he tore his Achilles, but he's not awful. No, he'd be great. If you can get Wes Matthews for free? Are you kidding me? Yeah, So that and the reason this is brought up is he was part of the trade for Porzingis, but most signs lead to the fact that him and DeAndre are both going to get bought out. Yeah. I'd be blown away if DeAndre doesn't end up either in Houston or L.A. or Golden State. Who knows? Send him to the. I mean, the Lakers would love to have him, yeah. right? How many centers do they need? <sighs> all of them? Well, they just keep upgrading. Just, yeah, it's like, all right, slightly. now we got to get rid of McGee. But McGee's been de- fine. McGee, but I you guess. have McGee, Chandler, Zubox, and then DeAndre Jordan. We're just going to run four centers in LeBron. You can trade some of them. Yeah, they have. Well, <laughs> they would ideally like to trade him yeah. for AD. But anyway, all that to say that Wesley Matthews. There's already murmurs and some people that are relatively reliable that are saying that that Wesley Matthews would be bought out, and if he's bought out, here's kind of the teams that are looking at him. And obviously, it's everybody wants a guy like Wes Matthews. If that's you can a, get, yeah, that's a contender. Just, just a Wes Matthews out there that you can sign for a minimum, of course. Like, I mean, it's and I think it'll probably. I mean, Golden State. Like, if he wants to go go there, they would be elated. Yeah, Houston. They need him badly. Houston as well. Oklahoma City. I mean, there's LA. A, the Lakers would love to have him. There's he will not, and the Thunder do have an advantage is that they could use their um, taxpayer mid level. So they could pay him a little more. They could pay him more if they wanted to. What so, if uh, what if Wes Matthews is just like I don't care about, but I need this money, and he gets bought out, and then New Orleans <laughs> signs him for like the max. eighteen mil a year. <laughs> well, it's like I'm going to New York, New Orleans. <laughs> I I mean, they want to tank so bad. Well, pay him a yeah, bunch of money then. <laughs> I mean, I just think, obviously, I think that he would help the Thunder a lot. You don't have to play Nader at all in the playoffs. You probably you wouldn't play Abrinas at that point. Uh, he's, 
He's he's a guy that you can trust. And if Ferguson is scared or something against the team, impossible. You could play. You could play him. You could close with West Matthews as your two. Hey, was anyone else surprised when Abrinas was in the basketball game? This yeah, past, this past I loved week? it. He played for like three minutes and knocked down a three, and I was so excited. Yeah, it was really. You could also tell he was like. So gassed. You could tell he was visibly still very sick. <laughs> you could tell he was very much still gassed. Yeah. Like he's walking up the court like, there's oh. <laughs> a lot of running. Hey, He'll probably I, play him again tonight. Well, what's he been doing? I want to know. So I want to know. Between, so but there's bad. a difference between practicing and game shape, right? right? Like totally. He's been, he's been practicing for two weeks. I know, but has totally. he been this sick that he hasn't even been able to like maybe run for a he's, month? He's been bad. There's no way to answer on, the question on liquid. So let me. Can I just say? Can I take like two minutes as we transition from this part of the the trade conversation to All Star team? Can I just take two minutes? I'm gonna time you. It's fine. You can even start your little Mario thing. Boop 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 boop. Whoa. Boop. Whoa. Hey, so let me just Did say, you hear that? I think no. this is a time for us as, as an organization, as a Thunder fan. I don't have to do this. As a Thunder fan base, I think this is time for us to take um, just a few minutes to acknowledge how incredible the first 11 years of this franchise have been. If you, look at, if you look at the New Orleans Pelicans, and you look what's about to happen to them, mm-hmm. because here's the thing, and, and you posted this on Twitter, and I absolutely emphatically agree with this is small market is not to blame for Anthony Davis leaving New Orleans. The reason he's leaving New Orleans is because they have failed consistently since he's been there to put together a team that makes sense for him. Mm -hmm. They've been plagued with injuries. They've got problems. I get all of that. Yeah. But there is an organizational issue in New Orleans that is creating this climate for Anthony Davis to leave. And you look at the thunder. Mm -hmm. We do not know as a city what it will be to have a team that isn't successful. We don't know. For 11 years, even right. the bad years, it was filled out because there was a newness to it and there was an energy because of the young guys we had. Yeah. We don't know what this team will look like uh, or the city will look like supporting a team that isn't always in the midst of the run. But what we do know is that the first 11 years, I've just had this epiphany, were so crucial to setting the standard for what Thunder basketball is. That's why Clay Bennett hired Sam Presti from the Spurs. Is he wanted to create an organization that was significant enough and cultured in a way that that winning was at the center of who they were that they will sustain forever like you're not going to I I really don't see how there will be a drop off well, in this organization the way the Pelicans have you have a very established fan base so where the Pelicans they have a diehard fan certainly but they don't have a giant fan base and, and where some the of that Thunder do and some of that absolutely was because of the hurricane like it displaced so many people a lot of people never came back the city yeah. had struggled to recover and i i get all of that the saints pack every single game it's, it's which is different yeah but they pack every single game and it's because they've had success but I just think I think the Thunder fans need to like. It's hard for us in the midst of it to not recognize like what the Thunder have done in the last eleven years is not just build a contender. Now they built a franchise that that has the power and a small market, yeah, to really be sustainable for the long haul. And that's what's so incredible. Because I was just thinking like, there's going to be a point where you watch the Thunder and they don't have Russell Westbrook and they don't have Paul George, but the culture is going to be the culture that they've established at the beginning, and no that. Is why Nick Collison gets his number retired. Mm-hmm. Not because he was the greatest player to ever play or whatever like that. You do it because he is literally the definition of what started this culture as an Oklahoma City Thunder. Without team. a doubt. 
So you're right. It's just the thing that makes me crazy. It's not New Orleans small marketness that's losing. It's not their small guys. market. It's their ownership, it's ownership, it's their it's culture. It's all sorts of things that have yeah. created a, a toxic environment that he didn't want. And nobody wants to play there now. Right. Like how many reports are these guys like? Uh, if you can trade me to a third team, that'd be great because I'm not going to stay in New Orleans. It's like, yeah. Well, there's a reason. Yeah. It's because they hate jazz. No way, man. And yeah. even though Taylor made fun of me saying continuity, it's incredibly important to NBA so franchises. Important. I wasn't making fun of you, and you didn't say it. I made sure to add it. Yeah. <laughs> My mic isn't on. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter nope. question. It comes from We're going to go backwards. Well, I'm saying it's from Rosh Schwartzman, oh, who wants bad, to do an all-star draft because the reserves will be announced tonight. Tonight, my way. So I'm going to real quick read all the reserves, and then Taylor and Luke are going to draft their two all-star teams. Reserves, LaMarcus Aldridge, Carl Anthony Towns, Nikola Jokic. Nikola? Nikola. 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 Uh, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard, Bradley Bill, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Anthony Davis, Blake Griffin, Ben Simmons, Vucevic, whatever his first name is. Nikola. Uh, it's the same, yeah. It's Vlade. Vlade Vucevic. <laughs> uh, Clay Thompson, and then Victor Oladipo was voted in, but the supposed replacements because the East is like, boy, are D'Angelo Russell or Jimmy Butler. Excuse me. Yes. D'Angelo Russell has been great. He has. He has been great. He wouldn't make it in the West, but... Not a this is why Katie's going to the East. Because <laughs> he wants to make the All-Star team. So easy over there. Um... <laughs> Who are the big snubs? Who are the all-star snubs? Who's who feels? Oh, I don't know. Who's Rudy Gobert? Well, we have snubbed. The, yeah, you think he feels snubbed? Sure. <laughs> yes, he does feel snubbed because writers were talking about how he should be an <laughs> all-star. Donovan Mitchell. Easily. Are you a little surprised that Donovan Mitchell, after what he did in the playoffs, is not an all-star this year? Uh, just because he's the season started so kind of after them. Yeah, that's the reason. Snubbed. And the coaches, it feels like the coaches just vote for guys that are just like, who was in it last year? And who do we like that's undeniable that didn't make the starters? Yeah. Okay. All of these, all of this makes a lot of sense to me, though. Besides, Chris Middleton is a little like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Jay. That's why Katie's going to the East. (laughs) So he can play against Chris Middleton. Yeah. Uh, Anybody else uh, an egregious snub? I don't. I don't know who should we be thinking as a snub. I haven't um, even. Do you think that NBA players in the locker room are talking to each other and be like, "Man, I got snubbed." Man, oh, oh yeah, definitely. Man, I got snubbed. <laughs> Somehow, Wes Matthews has thought he's been snubbed the past snub. three years. Mike too. Conley snubbed. Snubbed. What a snubbing. Shirley uh, Middleton is a. Response. He took a real snubbing. Look is us, there Tobias Harris? Brothers. Tobias Harris snubbed. Is there any other context in which someone can be snubbed? Snubbed. Uh, the Oscars. You're snubbed at the mm, Oscars. That's so, a good one. So it's awards, right? Yeah. Awards. You're snubbed for awards. Can you be? I'm Did, asking for you in your daily life. When can or have you been snubbed? Oh, I've been snubbed. When like um, <laughs> when I go to Whataburger and I ask for creamy pepper sauce and yeah. then I get it and then I get home and it's not in there, I was like, they freaking snubbed me. I got oh, snubbed. Oh, I got snubbed. I got snubbed again. <laughs> Yeah, I think you can get snubbed like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's mostly food related. Yeah. 
I think you can get snubbed. Like but that. like, if a girl doesn't, if you get, you know, ghosted on a date or something, you're not like, man, she snubbed. Oh, I, I got, got snubbed. snubbed. I got snubbed again. Snubbed again. <laughs> Any, anytime my kids disobey, I'm just gonna call it snubbed. Like, oh, are you snubbing me? You're snubbing me. You just snubbed me, dude. That's pretty good. God. God, it smells like snub in here. Gosh, I'm getting snubbed. Snubbed. Oh, oh my God. It smells oh like gab. snub in here. All right. Anyways, we can stop talking about it. All right. Snubs. So we need to do this Luka, in nine minutes. Luka Doncic snubbed. Could be. Oh, yeah. He'd be a blast. Yeah, to be a That's really all I really ah, care about. Great, man. Snub. Next year. Next Taylor, year. you get to go. Snub, snub. All right. So here we go. First, Taylor. So you have to pick out of the starters. You have to go. We're going to do our top fives on that, and then we'll move on to the reserves. This is so easy. Who's first? Taylor, who's first pick overall? There's like five snub articles. So you all have to <laughs> pick. There, so, the, so the team captains are Giannis and LeBron. And so Taylor is uh, obviously Taylor, Giannis. To, well, you get to pick which you want Giannis or LeBron? I am LeBron. All right, so that means Luke, you are Giannis. Great. So you have to speak in a Greek accent. Yeah. I okay. <laughs> okay, man. All right, Taylor, who's your <laughs> who's your first pick? Very good. <laughs> the my, Greek freak. My first pick is Stephen Curry. Wow. Snub. Man, are Luke, you man, even a Thunder fan? Katie really got snubbed on that one. I'm going Paul George. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm trying to win the game. Next is Joel Embiid. Wow. Really? Think of my team, Luke, man. Who are you picking? I'm going James huh? Harden. Kevin Durant. Does nobody like Kevin Durant? Nah, he <laughs> nah can, he's a he wheat, wheat eat, sauce. He can eat butt. I'm about to snub Ew. him out of the, out I, of the I starters. Just, <laughs> I just drafted him for him, but you wanted Harden. Harden. Okay. That kind of makes sense. Taylor, you're up. Okay. I'm going to go with Kawhi. <laughs> you guys are some full of crap. What are you talking about? I'll Kevin Durant is the second best we're player s- in the NBA. Jay, I told you we're snubbing him out of the starters. I will go KD now. All right. oh, you God. have to draft the starters first. Yeah. I don't, we were just going to refuse to have that starter. <laughs> okay, I'll take Kyrie. Which leaves you with Kimba. Kim- Kimba. All right, so Kimba. Luke, <laughs> Kimba this, to make this fair, you're going to get the first stab at the reserves. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, stab, jeez. I'm going to go Russ. Ah, that's an easy one, man. Bro, what are you talking about, man? You have Russ, Katie, Harden, Paul George on the same team. I'm Isn't going wild. What could have been? Y'all? What could have been? Wow. Have you seen the Bleacher Report? If only. Thing? What? No, my don't. friend sent this to me yesterday, my friend Blake. Whenever a page won't load on Bleacher Report, it has a picture of... The Thunder with Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and it says something went wrong. Oh, God. It has them in the background. Oh, that makes me infuriated. I know. I said I'm laughing and crying all at the same I time. Know. All right, Taylor. That's what being snubbed feels like. Oh, that oh, is such a snubbed Thunder oh, fan. It's got yes. snubbed. Uh, Anthony Davies. I'm deleting him off the app or the. Oh, oh, oh. While you're drafting him, so you don't have to look at him. All right, AD. I'm going Damien Lillard. You've forgotten your accident. Damien, Damien Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going Clay Thompson. Oh, man, I forgot him. I didn't see him down there. Big Clay. Snob. I think he deserves to be on the team, Clay Thompson. I'm going LaMarcus Aldridge. Ew. <laughs> that is ew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, 
Ooh, I'm gonna go. Uh, Jokic, throw some filthy Man, passes. I cannot believe you guys have gone so long without taking Nicola. Which one? He's awesome. Nicola. Which which one? I did take Nicola. Yeah, we know, but it took a while. Took I had AD last, bro. Luke, I'm going to take. Let me see. You ever call Clay Thompson Big Smoky? No, um, I'm going no. to now. That's a nickname on Basketball Reference. That's what he gave himself. Clay Thompson shooting a ben career Simmons. career low thirty seven percent from three. Wow! I wish that that were a career low for one of my players on my team. You know, sh- Terrence Ferguson shooting better than Clay Thompson on the season. Mm. It's because he's better. Oh my! And okay, so would you rather have Clay Thompson or Terrence Ferguson? <laughs> Straight up, who you take? Yeah, who Clay Thompson, Terrence Ferguson? All right, Luke well, took Ben Simmons. You look at their contracts. I'm gonna take Blake Griffey. Blake Griffey Jr. I'm going to take Carl Anthony Towns. I was wondering if you're going to get anybody that is plays, in the, plays in the front court. No. You've got one. Uh, I'm going to go. Which is good. You'd be the most enjoyable All-Star game. Brad Bale. Brad, Brad, Brad. All right. You got two more picks. Uh, Vucevic. Oh. <laughs> Ew. Ewie. Well, Vucevic and Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Carl Anthony Towns. Set him up in the mid-range. Uh, <laughs> I'll take Lowry, I guess. It's Lowry and Middleton left. Did nobody take Chloe? Oh, wait, there is another. Isn't it uh, the the 13th spot, whoever that is? Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> You'll take that over choosing a player you know is there. Yes. Okay, well, I guess that leaves me with Middleton. Oh, look if at him. Jimmy Butler, then heck yeah, you'd rather have yeah, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that's true. He's fun. Looks like I won. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell, he is literally, for the All-Star game, D'Angelo he'll be Russell. in there for five total minutes and will shoot 14 shots. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll fling around some nice All right, passes. so here, here are he'll our snub, teams. Yes. He'll tank that game for team, whatever team it is. Team Luke Giannis Ooh. is Giannis, Paul George, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kemba. Not a bad starting five. Mm. We win. Not bad. We win. Week. Versus Team Taylor, LeBron. Which is LeBron, Curry, Embiid, Kawhi, and Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, that's what's there. <laughs> you got smoke, bro. I snubbed you. Oh, man, Luke's won. reserves are Russ, Dame, Lamarcus Aldridge, Ben Simmons, Carl Anthony Towns, Vucevic, <laughs> and then either Jimmy Butler or D'Angelo Russell. And then on Taylor's team, LeBron, you got Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, Nikola Jokic, Blake Griffin, Bradley Beal, Lowry, Middleton. Here's the thing with your team, Luke: you have to run plays in the All Star <laughs> game to get your players to do anything good. You know, it's hey, so a real question. You know what I don't care about at all? The All Star game. Hey, who, same. Yeah, nobody. It's, does. it's just like let's, let's talk about the this dunks. Is, let's this talk is about the, the dunks. Stuff. Let's talk about dunks. Let's talk what about, about the dunks? So, who, so looking at that and knowing that, mm-hmm. guys, you don't want to see in the All Star game, Busevic. Lamarcus, Lamarcus, Kemba Walker. Yeah, Kemba can be. Kemba's fun. fun. Kemba is a starter in the All Star game. That is so weird to me. It's. I mean, he's fine, but it's like that's weird. To me. I mean, Middleton. People, people I probably gave the nod to him because it's in Charlotte. Why you hate mm. him? I don't want Middleton. I'm a hater. Yeah, Chris Middleton's not a fun player. He's good. He's super good. He's not. He's not fun though. I do want to see Jokic. I think he'll be a blast in the All Star game. Oh yeah, because he shoots from everywhere and passes. Well, he doesn't. He won't shoot. Oh my gosh, that'll be fun. Uh, okay, well, that's kind of it. Ben Simmons, fine. Yeah, he's, he's kind of fun. Yeah, he's pretty. Yeah, he's, whatever. It's all right. I'm a little sour on Ben Simmons. Why? I don't know. I just think he's so sour on Ben Simmons. His shooting just makes me like. Ugh. What do you mean? 
It's bad. He doesn't know how to shoot well, the he basketball. Does, well, he doesn't shoot the basketball. Well, I mean, that's one way to avoid it. Yes, it is. It totally is. Guys, <laughs> that's one way to <laughs> what are we snub, missing? snub shooting. Yeah, he is snubbing shooting. Yeah, he's snubbing it. <laughs> Shooting's like, what the heck, man? You're snubbing me I over here. Snubbed. I got snubbed. Oh, I got snubbed again. Hey, it's me, Jump Shot. All right, we got Quit some. snubbing me. We got a few more Twitter questions we'll try to fire through. You had it out. I have to leave, but I want to tell you my miffed and peeved before I leave. I woke up yesterday. I woke up yesterday and the heat had gone off in my house and it was 50 degrees. Man, that's that's worse than Chiberia. It was cold. Wow. (laughs) It was cold. (laughs) You seen this polar vortex that's that's been going on? Think of it as the vortex. It's crazy. Let's get you, get you. I'm going out that, into it. That's what happened to your house. Luck. I, it hit my house. It did. 50 degrees? I can't imagine something that cold. <laughs> it, it, I really in, can't. Inside your home? That's cold. That is cold. All right, guys. I'll see you later. See you, Luke. Okay. All right, let's rock through some of these. Just since you sent them in, we want to try to be faithful. We won't get to them all, but we'll do as many as we can. First one's from at thunder underscore bus underscore pod. What do you think is causing our hot, hot three-point shooting in January, and how sustainable is it? You guys got any theories on what's going on? I don't know. Let's ask Paul George. Didn't he say something about the weather, like he shoots better in certain weather? But I think this year is going <laughs> against that. 12 pounds of fluid on his elbow, and it just, I guess, yeah. got warmed up every time. Getting warm I water. think no fluid is helpful. He's got yeah. fluid. I also think they were shooting so bad to start the season. It's like that a it was eventually averages. going to turn. Like You can't, you can't shoot... What were they shooting like thirty three percent from three on to begin the season? Like they're not that bad. That's true. Are they just having a normal shooting month? But it feels well. Like... They shot forty percent. Oh, that's January. pretty good. That's pretty good. from three. Normal. From Maybe three. not normal, but averaging it out from what was it fifteen percent for <laughs> November and they're bad, man. I we talked I about know. it though. They're we... getting they get great shots and they make they take a lot of them. Ferguson is getting to the point where every time he shoots it, you're like. That's probably oh yeah, I trust and Fer- Ferguson has been a huge part of that. He has shot really well, and he's also shooting kind of a lot. Yeah, he's taking like five threes a game. It's great in January. He's been he's been a huge part of that. I'm trying to look up their three point shooting on the month for all their players. So it, how, just a second. so I'll let you look that up. And Taylor, how sustainable do you think it is? Completely sustainable. Well, so <laughs> okay, so we're going to run through each player, and you tell me if it's sustainable or unsustainable. Okay. <laughs> Shooting Terrence better than Ferguson, anybody else? Yes. 47.9% from three in January on five and a half attempts. Unsustainable. Unsustainable. What's reasonable? 38, 39, 40? Yeah. 40? If he's a, I think he could be a 40% three-point shooter. I think if, if, you're, he's, if you're almost a 50, I think 40 is not crazy. Yeah, but you could also say he was almost to zero at the start of the season. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do I have a booger? Yeah, but what do you believe in more, I guess is the question. picking my boogers. Um, Because he took took 71 threes this looks Dude, this looks way more natural and normal than obviously the early season did. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Um, That's why I don't think 50s, 47s not. Abrinas, 50% from three. He was one of two. (laughs) <laughs> sustainable uh, uh paul george uh 44 sustainable he took 129 threes you think 44%? i don't know dude i don't know he's playing at a level he's never played at in his career now one of the things that people have said about paul george is he trails off 
in these parts of the season. But dude, that like forty four percent is what Steph shoots from three normally. Yeah, I I think it's unsustainable, but not that unsustainable. Yeah. So forty percent. Yeah, thirty eight Ab- to forty percent. Abdul Nader, Abdul with an E, Nader. Yeah, some people 40, call, still call him Abdul. Abdul, like the in in house guy does. They're wrong. Wrong. At Thunder Games, huh? <laughs> you ask you ask him. It's Abdul. Forty three percent from three. Ten of twenty three. Man, that is so helpful. I don't think that's probably sustainable. It's not yeah, it's far like, off though. That's all I know. All I know from Abdul is this: he can shoot a little bit. Uh, Patrick Patterson, 43.3%. Unsustainable. Unsustainable. Right. He's already trailing off. Like, the last couple of games, he has not shot very well. But he's not getting a whole lot of attempts. Dennis Schroeder, mm-hmm. 23 of 54, 42.6%. Ooh, unsustains. I, what's he on the season? 37? No, he's like 33. <laughs> <James>. <laughs> so unsustainable. Jeremy Grant, 34%. I wish y'all could have seen Jay's face just this. So shocked. 34% for Jeremy Grant, 16 of 47. Sustainable. What did you say his percentage was? 34. Yep, that's about him. That's great. Russell Westbrook, 27%. 17 (laughs) of 63. I think that that is sustainable for him. Hamadou Diallo, 0 of 3. Schroeder shooting 34.5% from the three-point line this year. I mean, it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's the best of his career. Well, that's not true. One more season. Be great if he did that for a season. Um, who did you just say? So I think we said Ferguson unsustainable, Paul George unsustainable, Abdul Nader who knows, Patrick Patterson unsustainable, Dennis Schroeder unsustainable. So it seems like the jury's mm. in on unsustainable. So I mean that's I mean that's a lot of players. I don't know but the when, key, it, when the, have the Thunder ever had a month where they had one, two, three, four, five players shoot above forty percent from three. I, I'm I'm going to just say they haven't. Ever had that month? Doesn't seem like a thing. But I also, because one of the things I heard on the radio broadcast the other day is, is, I can't remember what game it was, a Milwaukee game, maybe? It was the longest streak they've had of, like, I think it was six or seven players all in double figures. Yeah. Like, the long in the history of the franchise, Wow, the longest streak they've had of this many guys scoring in double figures. It's not totally, that's not shocking. It's not, but it is like, that's a really healthy stat for this team. They're a good team. They're getting production from from multiple people. Where mm-hmm. historically it's just been, I mean, how many games were Russ and KD would score ninety points by themselves, or Paul George and Russ? And so <laughs> being able to find that production from other guys is that was really more of the norm. Yeah. Any other three point conversations? Yeah, they have they have six players that are in double figures on the month: Ferguson ten, Schroeder fourteen, Jeremy fourteen, Stephen fourteen, Westbrook twenty three, Paul George almost thirty. Wow. That's really good, man. That's lovely. Yeah. That starting five is really, really, really good. And then Schroeder coming off the bench when he when he can be consistent is, has yep. been a great addition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question from at Katie Luhu. Are the Thunder passing more this season than previous years? Seems like a, the ball touches more hands each possession than previously, even including the Katie era. Uh, according to tracking data, they're still one of the bottom teams yeah. in passing. <laughs> Yeah, in the league, <laughs> I think it just feels uh, different because I mean we just talked about that. More players, more, more, more players are scoring. Players are scoring, and yeah. so it feels like people are getting the ball. But so it's not so much that they're passing more, but we have better offensive players <laughs> yeah. than normal than <laughs> you than you like, all are used well, to. But you got to think at. about it. So the guys that score primarily are guys that don't pass the ball. All four, like you look at the four out of the five, yeah, starters, and the only so Ferguson doesn't ever pass. 
He's yes, gonna, he does. So, so when Ferguson <laughs> bull, hold whoa, on, whoa, Ferguson, whoa, whoa, Ferguson, whoa, whoa. Ferguson scores primarily when he gets the ball and shoots it. Dude, like he moves. He moves the ball well. Yes, Whenever. but what I'm saying is like he's he he's just a shooter. Don't like that's what he does. About myself. That's what he does. <laughs> Andrew got so mad that you said that, man. You can't snub Ferguson. I know. I'm so sorry. You just snubbed him. Let's just remember that. Also, <laughs> Andrew Schleck thought Ferguson didn't belong in the NBA. I did. I thought he was bad. That's because he was. Really Let bad. me. Can I recreate? I loved that. Ferguson doesn't pass ball. Yes, he does. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Ferguson. Yeah, they're tw- they're twenty second. In the league in assists on the season. Hey, that's not 30th. <laughs> Let me see if I can get to their passes per game. They're, I mean, they're still not a team. That, I think they are moving it more, but they're not a team that just moves the ball. Yeah. like Because you know why they don't? Let me tell you why they don't. It's because they have Paul George and Russell Westbrook. Don't need to. They don't have to. Those guys create so much pressure on defenses that you don't have to use the pass to do that. I mean, the Jazz, like, they can't put pressure on defenses unless they're swinging the ball. Spurs, same thing. Like, these teams that are that have a high number of passes, like, they have to use the pass in order to put pressure on the defense. And the Thunder, they just have superstars. So I was trying to say, basically, is that they, they score a lot easier without passing the ball. That's what I was trying to say. Like, Ferguson shoots a lot of spot-ups. They yeah. get a lot of transition points where you're not necessarily passing the ball. They get a lot of isolations. They you know, like they score in ways. Adam scores by when he gets the post up or when he gets a lob at the rim. Like yeah, some the Thunder are, are dead last yeah. in passes made per game. Like the teams that are at the wow. top, Memphis Grizzlies are the top passing team in the league. They throw the most passes per game. Yeah, so obviously that's an indicator of success. Philadelphia Seventy Sixers <laughs> are second. Mm-hmm. They beat the Dubs last night. Did they really? Yeah, they did. Detroit Pistons third Holy crap. by nine. I was watching the first half and I was like, yeah, "This is going to be it." Yeah, Curry was Steph Curry. The Grizzlies throw twenty more passes per game than the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, because they slow down in half court and throw the ball and then don't score. I'm, that has to be what goes on there. I don't know how to shoot. You shoot. I don't no, know I don't how to shoot. It. I don't want it. You do it. You shoot. I don't know how to shoot either. Here's the bottom three teams in passes per game. Los Angeles Lakers, hmm. 281 passes per game. Houston Rockets, 247. Thunder, 236. Man, we passed less than Houston? Yeah. That is shocking. Per game. Let me see. Hold on one second. That means when it's not a hardened offensive possession, then they're just, just like pass around. They're just around. Like, we have to get like twenty passes out of this, guys. <laughs> it's the old, man, it's the old Henry Iba, like <laughs> throw the ball, throw the ball. Oh, yeah, seven different passes before yeah. somebody can score. Right. If it's not hardened, you better not. <laughs> you better not shoot without the ball like, being moved nine like, times. I thought maybe that. this month they would have more. They're less this month. Yeah, you don't pass it when you make it. Everything. So they're twenty. <laughs> 20 passes less than Houston, who is the 29th team in passes per game. Not my problem. They're winning. So, third, <laughs> not third, my problem. Third team in the West. You know what I've Russell seen, Westbrook though? just doesn't need, they don't need to move the ball when you have a Russell Westbrook that oh. is averaging double digit assists that gets in the lane that creates so much. When you got to think, team. even if it's, yeah, so even if it's one or two passes per possession, per possession. Per proportion. Per proportion. <laughs> but even if it's one or two passes per possession, in the sense that Russ drives, kicks, shot, Russ drives, kicks, another pass, shot. Yeah. What, that's it, only three passes. That's right two there. or three passes per possession. When you have some teams, if they're making five, like five passes per possession or four passes, like that number, mm-hmm. as you go throughout a game and increase in possessions, like you're going to have a way different number. Thunder are number one in assist to pass percentage Ooh. in the NBA. 
11.5 percent above above the warriors who are at 10 percent wow they're just wasting passes then see we're just efficient passers that's what we are i mean that's a pretty important stat it is a stat (laughs) i'm going to claim this is the most important (laughs) stat now (laughs) this is the most important stat the thunder are the best team all right at paul r valentine has a question i thought was really fun and it's kind of a long one so hold on which of these basketball events is the most frustrating when it happens to your team? One, ball circles the entire entire cylinder but hops out right before falling in. Mm. Opposing team takes a terrible shot but long rebound goes right back to them. Step back jumper but a toe is barely on the line. Losing a block or charge call because of a lack of star power. Other team goes on a run and your team decides to try and stop it with a quick bad three-point shot. You win a game, but your true shooting percentage is just too dang low. And then I'll throw another one in, which is uh, uh, every single Oklahoma City Thunder two-for-one at the end of the quarter. (laughs) Why do you hate that? Because it rarely ever works. It's some really bad forced three-point shot, and then they get the ball back in a minute. But if it goes in. You get two possessions. (laughs) I get that. But one of them is just a totally wasted one. You get a shot off. It's not wasted. Uh, so just literally throw the ball in and then heave it full court and then get the ball back again. Yeah, it's a quality versus quantity debate. I like it. I hate personally. it. Hate it. Remember All right, so which of these basketball events possession? is the most frustrating when it happens to your team? I think the long rebound after a bad three is probably feels the worst. That's mine. Because you, your team works so hard on the defensive end to make sure that they get that bad shot and then they get it. And then they're punished for playing good defense. You're like, oh, jeez. Like that happened against the Magic a few times. Was, happened a lot. The Magic oh, rebounded the Thunder by a lot. Uh, part that's because they played a lot of the game without a center, too. Center. Yeah. Center. We do not use centers. <laughs> Love the center. Hate the center. <laughs> Love the center. Hate the center. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. that's the most frustrating to me. All the other ones, like the... The ball goes around and around and then pops out. Like that's that's also kind of frustrating. But I think, yeah, but that's kind of more fun. It's like ah, oh, oh, that's crazy. Right, that one went down yeah. and out. The long rebound is when you're in the arena for the long rebound. Like the the devastation for the fans, but they're just like oh, like everybody's so mad when that happens. The guy behind me, you would have thought, I was like, are you sure this isn't Bill Russell back here commentating? Get, this guy would get all the rebounds. You know, he's just like every time. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. Just get the what rebound. That's the worst guy. That's the worst guy. It's like, dude. Yeah. Make your free throws. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're free for a reason. <laughs> They're free for a reason, that's, Russell. That's, that's my wife, by the way. How come? She hates when people miss free throws. It's like, you know, it's not. Okay. Yeah. All right. Did you know that every um, um, angry white person at Thunder game that says Russell says it like this? Russell! Yeah, and then that lady that's Russell! Come on, Russell! All right. Russell! Let's fire through some fun, quick TQs. Give you about five minutes here. So do you guys, this is from at Ducari Sanchez. Do you guys stand up at home before we score first points or... Is he just a crazy person? You're a crazy person. I do not do that. I don't. I will. I will if there's a tight moment, especially at the end of the game, like that Philadelphia game where they won at the end. I was like standing arms crossed, like right in front of my television. <laughs> yeah, but that's out of uh, anxiety. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely anxiety. That's like anxiety, adrenaline. 
I've had to adjust my Thunder watching experience too huh. because I can't, you can't, I, I can't act like a fan at the games anymore. Like I can't, mm. I don't stand up for anything. Like I don't yell anything. You're just, God. you just sit there. I don't either though. Even when I'm there on your computer, I'll stand up and stuff when everybody else does. But for the most part, it's just like, do you clap? You bang your hands together. Make Sometimes, a noise. but not when they tell me to. I everybody refuse. clap, clap. Clap, clap. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm like, I'm not Please. gonna clap. You've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah, yeah Jay, Jay claps in times he's not supposed to, like during the national anthem. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> he's like, yeah! Wow! Do you, talk, do you talk, though, during it? Are you, like, talking? No. You're not talking to anybody? No. When you're at the game or watching the people here? talk to me, either. I don't talk a lot during the game. I'm watching the game. That's what people... I'm really bad to get And you don't unconscious... You're not just like, oh, man, you, you, they should have... Blah, blah. You don't do that? No. Just talk to yourself? No, I'll like I, when I talk in a game. It's like, come on, shoot, it. knock it down. Yeah, that's what I mean. Good shot, good shot. That's what yeah, I'm talking I'll say about. that like, come on, Ferguson. Like I'm talking to him like they're my right. Buddies. That's what I'm talking. That no, is not, what I'm talking. I'm saying about. I'm not like, like hey, I'm man, not, like, what's breaking going on? down the game. No, 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 no. That's not. That's I'm not talking about. I put my like, hand up doing though. a commentary. I do, I do this a lot whenever he shoots it, and then I put the yeah. other one up. So Jay is um, putting lied, three fingers up on his hand and putting his hand in. See, that's what I was saying. Like I'm. When are you talking? Nobody can see me. I do this. <laughs> yeah, you're like I. I don't do anything during a game. I just watch except for all these. Things. Except for I'm encouraging them and putting up yeah three. In a no, thing. but I know but what you're but saying. But like if you go there, with someone, there, like yeah, I'm not. I don't. You're not I'm like, there so for, man, how's work going? Here's the, it's, yeah. it's the difference. Like a lot of people, it's a social event for me. I'm like I'm going to the game because I want to watch the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. That's Same. the different thing. All right, at Ben Elephant King, how many technical fouls would you give each game if you were a referee? <laughs> would it be know. way too many or way too few? Probably way too many. Yeah. Anybody yell at me, tech, shut up. <laughs> I go back into I'm teacher. Very I go back into teacher mode. Like I'm establishing. <laughs> nope. Shut up. I'm establishing this. You'd have three guys out of this the game culture the out quarter. here. <laughs> how many? How many games would it take us being a referee in the NBA before we're like, oh, I get it now. Okay, I agree with everything an NBA ref does. Dude, a hundred. I give NBA. It would take refs. you a hundred. It would take me oh, no. one. Oh, it would take me a hundred to get like to become a decent NBA referee. No, but, no, no, no. But I, to understand, like, have you ever how, like? Have you ever sat like courtside and at a game and tr- and after the game I'm like I don't know what happened because dude th- the game is so so different because when you're up above or when you're watching on TV and you can see everything totally I'm mean, even just when you're watching that close when you see the passes that are made you're just like how did they see how do you see that look at all, they have these literal giant people running around i don't know how they see it everything. looks like there's no space it does i don't know how they're down on their level there's no space i don't know how it, it is such a difficult sport to officiate i yeah. give them so much grief because they annoy it but it's has to be the hardest sport yeah ref. if they had a bird's eye view of everything like yeah. yeah or slow motion like we see it and it's like oh in slow motion of course he well did they this. do it's they like, do get the benefit of this yeah, but on replay. replay but but that's not that's on very limited calls yeah. anymore, but it's like on a bang bang play or a charge call. Like, of bang, course bang. they can't figure it bang, out bang. Like, immediately. Yeah, so I'd be a really bad ref. All right, um, let's do one last one. This is from at Bangelope. Would you rather give up sweet baked desserts forever or give up ice cream forever? Oh goodness gracious! I guess so cookies, brownies, cake. I pies. give up sweet. I give up that. I probably would too. I give up ice cream. There's just so many more uh, <laughs> options on the other side of it, huh? Yeah, it's like, what do you do? You like cake? Can't have it. Do you like cookies? Can't have any kind of cookie. Yeah, that's okay. 
I'm probably with you. I changed my mind. What else do you like? You can't even have ice cream. Here's the other thing. You can't even have ice cream that has that stuff in it. No, you can't. No cookies and cream. No custard with apple pie in it. You can only have fruit ice cream or vanilla or chocolate. No, I mean, there's other things that aren't baked that you can put in ice cream. Sorry, there's not. Like what? Yeah. Name one. Candy? No. Baked. Baked. I don't don't know how to Candy is not a baked. (laughs) Hey, I'm baking some Snickers here in my home. I want you to pull up a video on how candy canes are made. It'll ruin your day and you'll all of a sudden choose it with us. It's not a... Okay. You guys are such... I don't know what they do. Baked. Bagels? They take sugar and then they pull it apart and then they make these little things and then they heat it. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I found out that bagels were boiled, gross. I was, I was I'm not absolutely a, hard, I'm not a huge bagel fan either. It's like, how dense can you make bread? I love that. <laughs> I love bread so much. The denser, the better. <laughs> Put everything seasoning on it, though. I'm all in. Yeah, sausage, egg, cheese. Oh my god! Oh god! Really good. Jay, sounds like you're a bagel person. You just turn into a bagel person. No, I do like. I don't know why I said that. I like bagels. <laughs> It's like what? I don't I don't eat them though because it's like I, carb for me it's like I eat one bagel and I'm like oh I gained 15 pounds. It's like what's the deal with bagels? Take the best bread, condense it down into smaller. Jay, it's amazing. What's the Jay, deal I with it? The best Jay, I don't know what to believe with you now because you're like I never talk at a thunder game except for I say all these things. <laughs> I don't like bagels except for I love bagels. Jay just likes to make declarations. <laughs> And then he'll snub those declarations <laughs> just, really, really for truth. You're snubbing yourself over and over. I hate bagels, except for I love them. <laughs> and then you describe perfectly what one of your favorite meals Delicious is involving a bagel. bagel with, yeah, I mean, for real, man. That thing. <laughs> That's good. But I can't eat them is what the point was, I guess. Oh. I can, but I choose not to. All right, next. Oh, excuse me. Mm, I only have one more question for you before I do okay. want to talk about one of our incredible, incredible sponsors, sponsors Oklahoma Shirt Company. They are... <laughs> Amazing in every single way. Uh, we have had a relationship with them for a while, and they are uh, any apparel need you have. You want to do shirts, you want to do hats, you want to do stickers, they're going to take care of you. They do embroidery, screen printing. They also uh, just won. I don't know if I can say this, so I'll just leave it out. But they've got some big stuff going on, and we're going to do a live pod there sometime here in the next few months, and uh, it'll be a surprise to all of you and to all of us, but it's a blast. And they also have their shirt of the month if you're in Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Arkansas, or Texas. And you want a themed shirt delivered to your door for 10 bucks plus shipping and fees and tax. Uh, they're going to hook you up. And they're great, man. They Great quality stuff, great quality people. Check them out, OklahomaShirtCompany.com. Tell them down to dunk sent you. One final question. Are you guys miffed or are you peeved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. I'm miffed and peeved. I told you this. So we have chili cook-off at our church on Sunday nights, mm. or on this past Sunday night. It Zach Lowe has tweeted that Kyrie is in play for the Knicks. All right. What? No, it is Kyrie. It's a question. Oh. Well, that was misleading. Wait, what? I hate bagels. Wait. I love bagels. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that, was, that was that kind of... Andrew, I don't know what you just told us, actually. News. Nothing. <laughs> you, you didn't tell us anything? I just read it wrong. That was literally my bagel take in a tweet reading. It was. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, it's just a for fun article he wrote. So we have a we have a chili cook we have a chili cook off on Sunday night, and you basically there's like fifty pots of chili, and you walk around, and you put dollars in to vote on whose is the best or whatever. I'm starting to feel so sick. And I ate too much chili. About two o'clock in the morning on Sunday night, Monday morning, I wake up and I'm like, oh no, and I sit in bed in misery for two hours. 
Oh. And then finally at four o'clock, I pull my knees up, like I you know, turn on my side, pull my knees up, like I would sleep most of the time. And it was like a well pump. And I just get out of bed and sprint to the bathroom, and I get so sick. Like vomit? Vomit. And my whole day. I'm about to dunk. Ruined. Like I literally slept the whole day. I still don't feel right. Yeah. Man, like legit food poisoning like that will ruin a full seven to ten days. <laughs> like, it does. I'm, it my really belly does. still is odd. Like yeah. I feel, I get dizzy. I'm, I haven't been hydrated correctly since Sunday. Man, yeah, you need some Pedialyte. I do, man. Or an IV. You hook an IV up? Show. For show. So anyway, it miffed and peeved me. And it like... So when I this is too much information, but it also comes out my nose. Mm, so my nose was on fire. I know. What's so I had up to with do that? A, I had to do a nasal netty in the middle of the night. Oh God, that's terrible. This sounds terrible. It was awful. I, I, don't make none. I hate that feeling <laughs> of like the chili cook-off theme. Yeah, scared money don't make. <laughs> Gotta go for it. I'm going raw chili today. Can't let anyone know though. <laughs> Why is everything so red and pink? <laughs> Oh, it's a I special should, recipe. Just I, try it. I thought brown and it meant put chili powder on it. <laughs> uh, there are reasons for the Celtics to proceed as normal. Stick to their plan and trust Kyrie Irving's word. But the past few days have destabilized situations across the league, and the Celtics are in the center of that storm. Is that Zach Lowe? It's Brian Windhorst. No. Can you not tell by the writing that clearly it's not... <laughs> I love Zach Lowe. Just to clarify for anybody, I love Zach Lowe. I think he's my favorite beat writer out there. <laughs> Can we Zach, talk about that? No. Zach, Zach, if you're listening, we love you. We love you, we love you man. Taylor. <laughs> I wanted to directly make fun of you so bad yesterday. Taylor, oh, man. <laughs> Taylor you miffed and peeped? <laughs> no. I, I loved was, that whole thing. I'm super miffed this week. Freaking household things. Uh, bought a new faucet uh, a month ago. The first one didn't have all the parts in it, so I took it back and got a second one. The second one worked great for three weeks and then began to not have any water pressure whatsoever. So I YouTube some things. Nothing worked. <laughs> Ended up having to just yank the thing out. I threw away the box because like, this is the second one. I'm not going to keep the box. And so I just dragged... <laughs> This faucet with all these things <laughs> back to Home Depot, just, or whatever, just naked into Home Depot. And I'm just, throw, I'm just, listen, I need another one. But I was grateful and blessed that they were just like, go ahead and go get it. And he said, put that hunk of junk down here. I said, great, <laughs> awesome. Replaced it, works great. Yeah, yeah. It was an M and P that <sighs> turned into a G and B. You know, your house is like way too new for you to have all these issues with stuff. It gets a lot of use is what's happening. Yeah. The Schleck family, they go hard in the paint when it comes to (laughs) appliances. Appliances. (laughs) They go like, wife, get out of the way. I'm about to dunk. I need some water. (laughs) Oh, why is the faucet broken now? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I will say this to all of you listening to us. We appreciate you. Every single week. If you're not listening to Monday or Wednesday for some strange reason, you need to be doing it, especially this week. Monday and Wednesday are going to get you primed up for the trade deadline. If anything, Ooh. the Thunder do uh, moves the needle, we will get on and do an emergency podcast. Uh, I don't know. I don't have any predictions for this week. I don't think the Thunder will do anything. I think the buyout market is looking quite robust. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
What do you think, Taylor? Any moves for the Thunder trade deadline? I also think it looks robust. Yep, I agree. <laughs> no so, snubbings will be happening. But if you don't have your notifications on for Woj and Shams, well, I guess just Woj. Uh, Shams. Shams. Uh, put on for Zach Lowe, too. Definitely put notifications <laughs> yeah, on for Zach Lowe. Go ahead and do that. And then you know, send him an email. Tell him how much you love him. And uh, thanks for listening <laughs> to our show. Yeah, uh, Zach, we really love you. Zach Lowe's the best. This is the Zach Lowe Podcast. Welcome to <laughs> What Up Back. 